So I blew up a ton of accounts options trading in my whole time doing it. And last week I also took out 100K from profits this year. So through this whole journey of ups and downs, I've learned so many things that I'm explaining to you in this video, tell you exactly the do's and don'ts of option trading to hopefully get you to the next level. Let's go. So I'm gonna give you the options Bible today on the do's and don'ts, but first, a little bit of account proof because you don't want some guru on the internet telling you what to do if they haven't done it themselves, if they haven't become profitable as traders. I hate to see it and I don't wanna be that guy. So I did take $40,000 to 200K at the highs this year, just selling options on Riot and Mara and I ended this strategy last week. Riot and Mara fell off a cliff this week and I'm so glad I took my 100K out because that 150K my account was at became 40K last week because I paid myself. The proof's in the last video if you wanna check it, but that $40,000 count this week is up 100% to 82,000. So I'm so glad I took the money out and I was free to do whatever I wanted this week because that allowed me to trade freely and take advantage of this crazy, crazy market. I just don't wanna be that guy and I wanna be the transparent YouTuber. So if you wanna follow the journey of this new 40,000, account like the video subscribe to the channel would love to have you and i am the most transparent profitable youtuber on the internet right now currently from what i can tell i've given this award to myself so i can't prove it but let's talk about the do's and the don'ts of option trading number one you got to find the right setup if you are trading the wrong setup you're selling yourself up for failure i'm going to show you two different setups the good and the bad kind right here is coca-cola Dividend stocks typically trade sideways. They're super boring. They barely move. Coca-Cola in the last four hours has only moved about 40 cents. So as an options trader, you can't make money from a sideways moving stock because of something called time decay. It's eating away your profits and creating losses every second you're holding a sideways trending stock. Typical stocks that do this are dividend stocks and visually, from the chart, just look at it. Is it going anywhere? From the last month or three months, has it made a new high or new low dramatically? And it hasn't. Coca-Cola is the exact same price it was on November 11th, it looks like. The stock theoretically didn't do anything in about four or five months time. So I'm curious guys, why haven't you grabbed my free option trading course in the link in the bio? So we don't trade these stocks, we stay away from them. Dividend stocks are a nightmare for us. We do have a site called Bread Alerts. I'm a creator on it, but this is a great place to find stocks, not like dividend stocks, but stocks that move massively every single day. The options that they're paying out in premiums are in the six to 9% range. But what that means is if you're trading these stocks, the options also move a lot. So uh, one stock I picked out is GameStonk. This is one you might be aware of, or maybe not. It's pretty new, but this stock is on the bottom of the list here, paying 6% yield from selling options in one single day. One day, just selling options, 6% yield. But if you're not an option seller, you don't have 20 grand to sell options on GameStonk, you could buy options. And the stock did move 22% in about, I think this is the five minute chart. Let's call it 30 minutes. 22% move in 30 minutes, that's huge for options. That could be a thousand percent return. So we're not trading stocks like Coca-Cola. We're trading the crazy stocks, the new IPOs, 
the Wall Street bet stocks, the ones that are paying high premiums on bread alerts. If you want to sign up for that, link below. But here's one stock that I played last week. Visually from this chart, you can just see that it's an amazing setup. It's an amazing stock to use for options, even though it could be a boring stock. It's Costco. We put this out on Sunday as a call option alert when I was looking to get into, and I did get into it with my trading group, made 80%, and today I think it was at 150% for some people in the group. But you can see visual uptrend. All we need as an options trader is a trend. We don't want sideways, sideways consolidation. Trends pay us and trends are the things that move the option contract higher and higher. So visual uptrend, plenty of consolidation, continuation. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That's what we want to see in the charts. These setups, only $3 with the link in the bio. So that's the difference between a good and a bad chart. That's where you start. Now I'm going to go over this. It's going to take a while, but how to pick the option contract properly to avoid the silly mistakes everybody makes. Going too far out of the money, taking something with too little expiration on it or too much expiration. Let's talk about expiration number one though. So this is the most simple trick I use to figure out which expiration date to pick. Most people have no clue, three, 10, 30. Do I go out 60 days? What's the best option to choose? What's the best expiration? And visually from the chart, this is just one thing I do. So we have the weekly chart right here for Costco, the play I used last week. And you can see down here's the ATR. It's the average true range, how much the stock can move on the time period of the chart, which is the weekly chart. It typically moves $14 in a week. So for Costco, if I had a price target of 20, which is where this white line is at 380 bucks. So that's a 20 point move from 360 to 380. It wouldn't be able to do that in one week if the ATR is 14. The average true range means how much it could move in one candle, and that would be 14. So if I was expecting a 20 point move, I would have to go out at least two weeks because the ATR is 14. If you wanted to be safe, you can add another week for that. So for Costco for this setup, if I was targeting 380, I would go out two to three, maybe even four weeks for an options contract. But I did only go out one week and I'm gonna tell you why. So I was only targeting the mid channel and you can see we tapped that this week, 14 bucks, easy, and it happened. All because the ATR was within the range of my target. So I was just looking for a 10 to 14 point move and that was within the ATR. So that's why I only went with the weeklies. If I was targeting the 380, it's above the ATR, I gotta go further out. And this is why, so you can see the candle over here is the mid channel. It goes up to the mid channel and the candle over here goes up to the top of the channel. So that's two candles, two weeks. If we're just copying the past action, we would expect another two week move to the top of the channel. So Costco still room to run next week to the 380 level. And it could happen in a one week candle because that's what happened in the past. So you can judge it by the ATR, which tells you how much a stock and option can move, or you could judge it by just the candlesticks from the past because the past usually repeats itself again because the stock buyers and sellers are still pegged at the same levels interested in the same prices. So they move really quickly to the next zone and the next zone just based off past price data. 
Now let's talk about why we don't use options too far out. Because if you're buying an option with 30 days of time on it, let's call them monthlies, let's call a $500 option, a $50 move on that option is 10%. So the movement on the option profit-wise is gonna be the same for every option that has the same delta. And so if you have more time on it, what that means is less percent gain on the overall option contract. So a $500 option moving 50 bucks is 10% return. Let's talk about the weeklies though. So those are much cheaper. They have less time baked in. So it's not gonna cost $500 for a weekly. It could cost 50. So it moves the same amount. The move is $50, which means you're making 100% now. So that's the difference of why personally, my trading strategy is focused on the weeklies and the monthlies, maybe even two weeks, because we don't need time. And we wanna take advantage of the larger percent gains just from options with less time on it. So again, that's my spiel on expiration date. We go very close to where we need to be to get that percent move, which maximizes our return. So now let's talk about the next factor, which is Delta. So now you know the expiration date, we can zone in on the option chain here and look at all the strike prices and figure out which ones work for us. And we're gonna start narrowing down if it's good or bad. And eventually you'll be able to figure this out on your option chain and only have one or two choices every time you look at it to say yes or no, I'm taking this. So for swinging and day trading, it's totally different. Let's talk about the swing trade first. So typically for both, honestly, I'm using a delta of 40 to 70. If you're going too high, you're not maximizing the possible delta increase per dollar return. And if you're going too low, theta and volatility is gonna mess with the option value. And even if it does move, you're gonna to have to beat the time decay. So, so going too far out of the money is lethal because it sometimes never comes back to that price you bought it at or even in the money. And typically this looks like a one to two strike up or down from the option chain. So you can see over here, the yellow line is at the money, one to two strikes up, one to two strikes down, puts us at about 40 to 70 delta. And delta is this middle column here, 40, 70. That's where I like to stick, that's the sweet spot. 50, just the easiest place to be. If you don't wanna think and you don't wanna figure out if it's right for you, I typically just head for 50s. But now let's talk about the delta to theta ratio, or just looking at those two factors. Delta is how much you make per dollar return. Theta is how much you lose per day. We wanna make sure those are balanced. So even if it does move, you're not losing more than that from time decay. So right here you can see we want at least delta to be higher than theta. And these contracts down here under 42.5 have a higher theta, meaning the time decay from just one day of holding the option you need a $1 move to make up for it. And sometimes it's not easy to get a $1 move in a stock, especially overnight gapping. Sometimes it gaps in the opposite direction, which means you have that extra time decay loss on top of your gapping in the opposite direction loss. But any option above 42.5 has a delta that's higher than theta. At the top, we have a 68 delta and a 30 theta, which is a two times ratio, which is what I look for at the safest range, two times, delta to theta. That's one of the safest places to be from what I do. And now let's talk about theta and the premium contract value. We want that to be less than 
10% of the contract value. So as we look at the option chain here, you saw previously 40 to 43, we considered good options to buy. And then over here, we narrowed it down to 42.5 to 40.5 as good options to possibly buy. And then here we totally narrowed out everything and we're only looking for those super in the money options. So this one criteria just eliminated everything because of this. And right here you can see that the option contract value for these ones are $120, but the theta is 40, which means that's gonna be about 20, 30% loss overnight. And you can't make that up too easily from a gap in the market. To make that up, you would need, let's say a dollar move in the market. Just to break even in the morning, you needed to gap up for a dollar, to pay for the time decay. And when the option value is that much of time decay, I do not swing those. I won't swing anything that doesn't meet this criteria. I will only day trade it. So this criteria only works for swing trading. Day trading, I'll do whatever I want because time decay doesn't really apply to the day. I don't lose that much per day. It could be a, a very small percentage of this, but for the most part, if I'm getting my move, it doesn't even matter how much I'm losing per day. That overnight loss is just the, the real killer. When you wake up in the morning and that first hour passes, you see that really get baked into the option contract and you see that loss really come and become realized. So let's do a live example because this makes no sense unless you see me do it in front of you. And we'll do it on one of my favorite stocks, which is Riot. Riot currently bounced off the bottom triangle support today and it's gapping over hours. So I'm pretty convinced with this move and all this volume that Riot produced by a, a move in Bitcoin could move back up to the 70 range if it keeps holding this trend line. So what I'm gonna do here is try to develop a plan for a move, a reasonable move. And I would say if we can at least go to the high of the week, that would be something that could happen relatively soon. So what I would do is start planning this backwards. And this is gonna be a move from 47 to 61. So that's about 15 points, let's call it. So we're gonna add on the ATR first. How many days will it take to make a 15 point move? And the ATR is seven. So typically $7 is moved in one day for Riot. So if we wanna get a $15 move, it should take two days. So I don't need to be using anything more than the weeklies for this. So that's what I'm gonna be starting out with and looking at. Does it make sense for me to buy a weekly on Riot and have this move in that direction? So what we're gonna be looking at is the delta theta ratio and delta in general and time decay everything. And what you could do is if you want to target a higher range, let's say all time highs up here at 80, you just need to go further out because that is more than a couple days here. If we move up, that's 30 points. So if we move $7 a day, that'd take five days theoretically. And the factor of safety, let's call it times two or three, could take 15 days. So probably looking two to three weeks out for an $80 move in Riot. So let's look towards next week, April 23rd. And if we're just looking for that $15 move, I'm looking to go at the money, just looking at the first ones at 49. And first let's check theta. So theta needs to be 10% or less of the option contracts value. So the option contracts values $400, theta is 28, 10% of that would be 40. 
So we're underneath that. So that checks the mark for theta. Overnight holding, it's not that brutal to do this. We don't have to worry about huge losses overnight from holding this contract. Now we look at the delta to theta ratio. We're looking at a ratio where it's at least one, one to one or two to one. And this looks like it's almost two to one. We got delta 50, theta 28. So very close to two to one. Very healthy ratio here. I really like that. So this is not a bad contract, honestly. Wouldn't mind buying this, wouldn't mind playing this. Might be my Sunday play for the next coming week. But let's go further out of the money, see if we can mess with a 52. See if this one makes sense. So right here, you're gonna see it's a $300 contract. Theta is still 28 bucks. So very close to 10%. So this is on the riskier side, but still meets the criteria of being less. And then the delta to theta ratio is one to one, 1 1.5 to one. So still within the range of a good option contract to buy. So that one still marks it. And I don't wanna go in the money. I really wanna focus on being a little couple strikes out of the money, but not too far out. Let's see if we push it to 60 bucks and what happens here. So now it's $151 for that. And we're gonna look at Delta, which is 23. So now we have surpassed the 10% loss overnight. Now we're looking at about 12 to 13% loss overnight. And delta to theta is still one to one, but it's too dangerous now. Having a one to one ratio is not great. So what we're seeing here is a contract I would typically stay away from. It's borderline just avoid, but it, you could make the argument you could take it. So that's a $60 strike price call for riot and that would still be in the money if we made that 15 point move so that's my option here's guide to success if you liked it you should check out this other video on my robin hood tutorial if you just want to understand options everything options on it peace so you can give yourself a 99.9 percent .9 chance of collecting free passive income selling options and today we're going to teach you how to do it on robin hood let's go